Yo, welcome to Extreme Movie Reviews, where the takes are as extreme. I'm kidding. I told you I would make up for being late with my last review, so here is part A of my apology. I'm going to give you a quick recommendation, some initial thoughts on a show I just started watching on Netflix, Warrior Nun. I'm also going to introduce a part of my show that I'll update from time to time, which has to do with my official podcast score for my reviews. First, I would like to ask that if you enjoy my content, my content, you let one friend of yours know about it. Currently, I am prioritizing growing my library over growing my audience, but I don't make this content just to listen to it myself. I'm making content so that way people can enjoy it and so that people can find other content that they may also enjoy or avoid something that they may not have enjoyed if they had listened to it previously. Uh, if they had were to have listened to it. Alright. Let's get to the fun part. There's a show that many of you have seen advertised on Netflix. And it is currently featured as a top 10 item on Netflix. Talking about Warrior Nun. I'm five episodes in, which is halfway through the first and only season so far. The show is rated TV Mature, which is a fair rating for it. I'd give the show 3.75 stars with a thumbs up out of 5 stars. 3.5 felt a little low, 4 feels a little high, although maybe maybe it's not. Hence the extra thumbs up though. If you're not into it by the end of like the third episode, I'd say that you're pretty much safe to ditch it at that point. You, the show's kind of set itself up by that point, you know what it is. On a technical level... The show is better than average on like every level, I would say, uh, so a few quick observations. The action scenes are done well overall. They don't sit there and like cut, 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 cut to create the illusion of action. They usually stay on shots long enough for us to see some cool fight choreography. I'm not saying there's zero cutting being done because there definitely is a decent amount of cuts in some fight scenes. But what I'm saying is that it appears that these people on screen are actual martial artists and or are at least well trained by real martial artists. So there is some cool fight scenes and some cool choreography that's going on in this show. The writing is very simple and yet complex and well done. What I mean by simple is that the show spoon feeds you everything and sets everything up to obvious extents. Those are writing tactics that I would normally bash like 90% of the time when critiquing a movie or a show. But not in this case, there isn't much room to question motives or why characters act like they do. They lay everything out on the table for viewers. They even use the main character's internal dialogue as a narrative tool. I would argue that they use her inner dialogue as a narrative tool in two separate fashions. Um, sometimes her inner dialogue is popping in and out within the actual story, very similar to how I sometimes pop in and out of my own reviews. The second way they use her inner dialogue is to push the larger storyline. So her inner dialogue is used at a micro and a macro level for the storytelling in this show, which I like. I think it's cleverly done a lot. I do think they've, um, overused her inner dialogue at times in episodes four and five. So I hope they don't lean on that crutch too much and they continue to visually tell the story well throughout the series like they have so far. So that's why the writing is simple. It's pretty damn straightforward and they really do spoon feed you how you should be feeling about things. But 
remember I said it was also complex because they are constantly moving the story and it's constantly evolving. Like any great story, there are many little adventures along the way. Sometimes some things are being set up and they're immediately knocked down within the same scene. And other times the setup is for three episodes in the future. It's a well-layered story and some of that spoon feeding just helps to make it easier to watch. Simple yet complex. A balance that is not easy to achieve. One final positive thing about the writing. The characters all stay true to their characters and their characters' values. The people in the story are neither good nor bad. Characters have their demons, but they're still alright people. Or you can at least understand why they are doing what they are doing. Basically, they, they do a good job with character development in this show. I think I've talked about the show enough for now. Wait. Um, for any of you who have seen the show The 100, I'm quite positive this show was highly influenced by a certain storyline that deals with an object that goes in people's necks in the show. You should know exactly what I mean if you've watched The 100, which is a decent show, by the way, if you are okay with CW shows. After I've seen the entire show, I'll come back and I will just give some final recommendations. Maybe I'll talk on some other aspects of the filmmaking. If I had to give the show a technical rating, which I'm not going to go through all that, but I think I would probably end up somewhere around like a 7 out of 10 on it. It's not flawless. I don't think it's going to be winning any awards, except for maybe like the soundtrack and the score of the show. Those are excellent um, fighting scenes for a show. They might have some like television awards, I suppose. Anyways, on to my podcast scores. I'm keeping track of every score I give in my reviews, and over time, I'll release different sorts of lists based on my scores. And I'll definitely be keeping a running overall tally of my like top 5, top 10, something. I'm also uh, tracking the year of the movies that they were made and their genres, so I may have a few different lists that I will be publishing over time based on different factors. Although I've only got four movies at this point in time, I thought I'd, uh, you know, catch us up on the rankings of our first four films of film reviews that I've done. Coming in as my top reviewed movie thus far in 2020. Just kidding. A little less dramatic here. My top ranked movie so far is Dumb and Dumber, which received an official score of 8.93 out of 10. Surprisingly close behind in second place with a score of 8.28 out of 10 is Friday the 13th Part 6, Jason Lives, and in second to last, that's not fair, in third place, receiving a score of 7.82 out of 10 is Disney's Onward. And last and definitely least, with a podcast all-time low of 2.81 out of 10, Friday the 13th Part 7. So... Oh. My top four go in order of Dumb and Dumber, Friday the 13th Part 6, Onward, and Friday the 13th Part 7. I'm trying to teach myself to recap things better. Have a nice weekend, guys. Peace out!